host, Emily. I'm glad you're here. It's time for episode 15, and I have one final friend on the podcast for this season. Jessica is another weirdo who went to school for music, so always appreciates a good Disney tune. Not necessarily my renditions of them, though, which is perfectly fine because I don't even enjoy my renditions of them. But today we're talking about Disney songs, which, if we're being completely honest, are the true heroes of animated Disney movies. It's always a little disappointing when the movie starts and you realize, oh yeah, this isn't one of those musical ones. There's not going to be any songs with it. So to kick us off, Jessica, which movie do you think got all the songs just right? Like it fit the story, the characters, you don't ever want to skip a song. It just it fit perfectly. So I, I really did have a hard time with this one because I thought, oh, well, it could be this um, and I, I, I really made like quite the list and then I eliminated and then I went back. It was a whole thing. But I would probably have to go with a, The Little Mermaid. Um, I love every song. Um, the only part that I ever really want to fast forward through is when Ursula has become Vanessa and it just really irritates me because... <laughs> She didn't need to do that. She just ruined the whole thing. But every song all the way through Under the Sea is one of the best, I think, Disney songs of all time. Part of your world. You can just belt. I used to belt it out in my swimming pool in the backyard because I was obviously a mermaid. It, it, that, all of them. Kiss the Girl is ridiculous, it's but ridiculous. it is too, too fun. That was the one that popped into my head. Yeah. From beginning to end, every single song fits and moves the story along. Um, so that that is my choice, too. My close number two is a Goofy movie uh-huh. because each song gives you some character development or um, an insight into the relationship between Goofy and Max, which I always really love. That's one of my favorites. It's underappreciated. And if you guys hear a cat meowing i do apologize my cat always thinks i'm talking to her when we start these podcasts (laughs) um but yes i agree the little mermaid is is at the top of that list so just like villains and sidekicks i gave jessica a list of superlatives and we each selected a song that matched um with only the guidelines that one it had to be a song in one of the movies from my summer movie challenge list which the link is in the show notes if you want to download your own copy there's still time to watch along with me even though i'm calling it quits at the end of August because I can't (laughs) take it anymore. And number two, that we can't repeat a song except at the end when we reveal our all-time favorite song. All right, so are we ready? Are you ready? I think so. feel good about this? All right, so number one, what song sounds most like a radio hit? So there were a few, but I went with Let It Go from Frozen. Um, it is definitely a belted ballad. It's a Dina Menzel, so you've already got that, you know, powerhouse mm-hmm. voice with it. Um, and it goes back and forth through, I mean, there's full lines of verses and choruses. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was definitely one that, as well, especially, I mean, they did a little bit of a remix, and that one is really well, good on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the one I went with. I went with, again, a goofy movie, Eye to Eye. Uh, I mean, it it does help that they got a pop star, Tevin Campbell, to be the voice of Powerline. But it's got that built-in synthesizer beat sound. um, And the really talented backup singers. And, and again, it has the chorus that repeats multiple times. And um, it's just it sounds like a pop song that you could hear on the radio. And I love it. I just 
that's one maybe I'm, I might have to fit it into an episode I hadn't planned on it but I just love it so much I want to talk about it all the time <laughs> so there was one time I think it was my first no my second trip to Disney World if you stay at a Disney World resort they sometimes show movies out at the pool at night Ooh. so kids are swimming in the pool and they have a big screen and they show movies which is as you know me like my dream heaven yeah and so I'm walking through the pool area with um, my friend who I went with, with Kendra, and I was like, oh, goofy movie. And she's like, go ahead. I'm going to go back <laughs> to the room. I was like, I'm going to sit here. And I sat on a pool lounger all by myself, you know, watching a goofy movie in the middle of Florida. It was wonderful. All right, number two, favorite lyric, favorite line in, a, in one of the songs. And so I'll read a book or maybe two or three. <laughs> From, or Where Will My Life Begin from mm-hmm. Tangled. Um, I, I, the whole song is relatable, it especially is. if you ever spend much time alone at home. Um, but that part is, you know, as a librarian, I thought that one was probably my favorite. Yeah. Mine is, um, I want adventure in the great white mm-hmm. somewhere. I want it more than I can tell. And the bell reprise of Beauty and the Beast. It's that lyric that goes along with it's either that or Santa Fe and Newsies that I am it's always in my head the idea of adventure and kind of wanting more than the day-to-day that you're feeling at that moment it's that one wanderlust, wanderlust part of me that yeah. just feeds my soul and so those two that one kind of always stands out that's that part in particular I how many times have you heard me sing it in the uh, room once or twice <laughs> once or twice or 7,000 <laughs> Number three, what do you consider one of the most iconic Disney songs? This is a really hard question. It is. Because, I mean, really, it was good that we had the parameters of your 48, 49? Uh-huh. 49, 48, 48 movies. Uh-huh. Because uh, otherwise, I could have just gone with anything. But I went with Hi-Ho okay. from Snow White because... The beginning, all I have to hear is just the first few notes, and my brain goes, Disney! Mm-hmm. So that was, that was my choice. Plus, you could just picture all the little dwarves with their little they were hats. The best part and of their, the movie. Yeah, they're wonderful. They were a little confusing. Um, their their <laughs> business plan of just leaving the key next to the door to your cave of magic jewels, <laughs> I, I don't understand. But no, I agree. It's hard, too, because... It kind of is like, well, what era are we talking about for Iconic? Because there are so many songs. Um, What I consider classic is really my classic, which would be the Beauty and the Beast and the Aladdin, you know, the ones that came out when I was a kid. Snow White and all of those, those are like the classic classics. So it's like, which, which era are we talking about? And my mind went kind of like yours, back to the beginning, the ones that kind of built Disney. And so it was A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes uh-huh. in Cinderella. I mean, you look at that one and When You Wish Upon a Star in Pinocchio, and it's the foundation of this juggernaut that has now just pervaded pop culture and in our modern world. And I think um, Walt Disney was at least the the legacy they try to portray that was him in a nutshell that if you have this dream you can make anything happen you just have to believe and work hard enough for that to happen so i I kind of feel like it is it is what disney is those older songs i had when you wish upon a star is my Mm -hmm. my second choice and for me that's jiminy cricket yeah and just that I mean, you see him everywhere, everywhere. and he yeah. was always probably one of my top favorite characters, too. Well, nice. 
Number four, most romantical song. This one was really, really hard. It was hard. There are too many, <laughs> there are just too many Disney love songs. So I, I went through a list. I was like, Googled it, and I'm like, okay, what is, what are the most top ones that everybody's uh-huh. listed? And I ended up with Can You Feel the Love Tonight, okay. Lion King. Um, it was maybe less squeegee than some of the others that I was thinking of, less uh, creepy. It's still kind of creepy. It's two lions. Yeah. Um, but I love the beginning of it as well with Timon and Pumbaa leading you into the mm-hmm. story. Um, and it, it's just so sweet. Plus, I absolutely love Elton John. Yes. So it's that was choice. my good one. I don't think I have Lion King on here at all. Oh, interesting. So I had listed like five on here because I couldn't decide, but it only comes down to one. Oh, yes. Yes, there's on, there can only be one, and that is I See the Light in Tangled. It is my absolute favorite Tangled song. Um, what I like so much about it is it's kind of the culmination of a relationship you see building. There's so many other princess movies where they see the person and it's, I love them, <laughs> and, and that's it. And that was not the case for Flynn or Eugene and Rapunzel that you see a, a hesitancy at first and then a friendship start to go and then they they're actually vulnerable with each other at one point in a conversation and they share and then they go and they experience the kingdom together and they have this great day and then they have this moment and I, I just really like that plus it's Zachary Levi <laughs> singing and there's just nothing better than Zachary Levi singing so that is my favorite I see the light entangled that should be a no surprise to anyone <clears throat> no not at all not at I knew all. that's what you were gonna choose so I specifically <laughs> did not go with that well, one that's why I listed four others I was like maybe she'll be me because <laughs> what I try to do listeners is I make a list of four or five and that way we're not having the same one each time because I'd make for a boring cast like I agree I agree <laughs> I agree which I do agree each time but then I want to offer up an, an alternative so but I was, thank you for letting me have that one. <laughs> Number five. So this one needs a little bit of some context, I think. It's mm. the favorite hilltop song. So it should be sung loudly spinning on the top of a hill. And this idea came from one of our former friends and employees who worked at the library. And she would go on these walks and she liked to walk up this one particular hill in a nearby park. And there was that song that kind of, once you got up there and you were, you were at the top of the peak, you know, and you could twirl and sing loudly. And there's, there's just that type of song that kind of builds to that crescendo at the top of the hill. The sound you of can music twirl. song. The sound of music song. Exactly. Um, so what do you consider one of your favorite hilltop Disney songs? Well, you said it earlier, oh. but the Bell Reprise, uh-huh. the I Want Adventure in the Great White Somewhere. That is a good one. Um, the grabbing the dandelion and blowing it in the wind. <laughs> and then that part always, like I would always act it out as a kid as well and, and spin around in circles mm-hmm. and sing it. So That is the pinnacle of a, the sound of music because she's even by herself. Yes. Um, yes. No. Perfect. Mine is mine's a little odd. Um, it's a very small part. It's a reprise again, but it's the "I Am Moana," the song of the ancestors. So it's when she's out on the raft. She Maui has left her. He's abandoned her. She feels like a failure. Like this is not going to happen. She's never going to f- return the heart of Tafiti. You know, and her grandmother visits, and so then it's the. Um, what is what is her grandmother? Her grandmother is a stingray. stingray. <laughs> I, was like, 
I don't remember. So she has this. So it starts out with grandma singing, trying to remind her of who she is. And it starts slow. So I imagine myself at the bottom of the hill at that point. And then as you are going into the song, it starts to build and build and build until she, you get to the top and then you're proclaiming, this is who I am. This, you know, I am a part of this history of my people and that kind of thing. And I just, I know it's, it's, it's perfect hilltop song. It doesn't last long after you get to the top of the hill, then the song's <laughs> over. But, you know, it's still that moment when you get up there. I thought that you would choose that for that one did as you? well. I did. I considered it, and then I thought, no. I did mention it in my episode of Moana. Um, it is one of my favorite parts in the whole movie. The, also, the, the part is also a fairly good hilltop. It doesn't build like that one, but when um, Taka is coming at Moana oh, after yes. the waters have parted, it's another just kind of beautiful proclamation kind of song yeah. like, no now you need to know who you are i know who i am who are you remember who you are so i love it that's such a good movie all right number six uh, more context have you ever been karaoke singing not like in public like oh, i okay. have with friends or okay. family like in my house but that's not out in public not in i public. have never done either um that's out of the kindness and courtesy of others, <laughs> compassion for other people. No one needs to hear me sing. So what do you consider the best Disney karaoke song? This was another difficult mm-hmm. one. But Reflection from oh, Mulan. That's um, a different vibe. Yeah, it's got that, again, the sweet, slow build. She's, re- she's literally reflecting on herself and who she is and trying to figure out who she is on the inside and if it matches the outside and all, all of these different things. And she's also just trying to save her father. And there, mm-hmm. there's just so much uh, passion in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the Christina Aguilera version, which I don't like quite as much. Yeah, I, I love, like much. I like the animated version much better. Interesting. So I, I tried very hard not to do this repeat a movie but I'm doing it and it's two back to back here. So (laughs) every time I watch movies and they have karaoke in them, it's always kind of the ones I gravitate towards the songs I grab, like they did a good job are the ones where they're able to be a little goofy, um, just a little loose. They get to ham it up a little bit and nobody does that better than the rock as Maui and Moana. And so I'm going to go with your welcome. Um, I don't think I could do it in karaoke because I couldn't do the rap part, which he loves to do on Instagram to remind you that he was Maui. Uh, but I just, it's fun. It's light. It's goofy. Um, and I could probably get through most of it, not taking myself too seriously. Cause I think that would be the, the kicker. Can I pick a song that, yeah, I don't have to take myself seriously at all. Right. And it won't offend you if I, I do it really bad, poorly. because <laughs> That's going to happen. Um, all right. Another one I think could be good for that is Go the Distance. For that Aww. same reason, it kind of builds. That's also a good hilltop song. It oh, is. Hercules. All right. Number seven. Which one sparks your groove thing? When you hear it, you just, you got to dance. You got to dance. Everybody wants to be a cat. Oh, okay. Because a cat's the only cat mm-hmm. who knows where it's at. <laughs> um, <laughs> When they all get, it's it's so jazzy and fun, mm-hmm. and they're just jamming on the piano, and it I I can't I can't resist dancing to mm-hmm. that one. I actually 
to get in the mood for this. I turned on Pandora this morning and nice. just had, you know, Disney songs playing and that one popped on and I was like, this is the one. This, this is, is the one. This is it. Mine was also jazzy. Mine's down in New Orleans ah. from The Princess and the Frog. I mean, it's not like an all out shake your groove thing. It's more of a in the pocket groove where you just close to the body. It's a sway. Um, maybe the finger comes up and you're just, you got the beat going that those are my only dance moves really. Uh, but that one, I, I really, it's got a good, good feel to it. Um, I've always really liked that one. So all right, awesome. I can dance to all of them though. Huh. I was like, man, King Louie, I want to be like yes. you. I could, they all have a jazzy mm-hmm. vibe though. The ones that pop into my head. All right. Number eight, best life lesson. What song do you think has the best life lesson? Well, a lot of them have similar life lessons. They do. So as you mentioned earlier, the, uh, the, the if you have a dream, mm-hmm. you can make it come true. Um, but I, I went with Color of the Wind from Pocahontas. Oh, okay. Um, because I think that was one of the first times... I, it just always opened my mind a little bit. The uh-huh. um, If you walk the footsteps of a stranger, you'll learn things you never knew. And then also the the idea of, you know, the um, wolf howling at the moon and, and the trees. But it just always makes me think of nature in uh-huh. a slightly different way. But then also just remembering that other people have different paths and the way that they Mm -hmm. go about their lives are going to be different than me. Awesome. Mine came down to two and I did text you earlier saying, can we use songs and characters (laughs) to sing? Um, And I was trying to fit Phil Collins in there because I think the Tarzan soundtrack is one of the best things on the planet. Phil Collins can do no wrong. But mine I chose was Try Everything in Zootopia, which technically a character does sing that one. I mean, she is the pop star character. But birds don't just fly. They fall down and get up. Nobody learns without getting it wrong. And I just, I love that. This one's on my workout playlist because (laughs) it's got, it's peppy and it's got um, the fast beats per minute. So if you're... You're doing something like that needs to get your heart rate up. It does pretty good at that. But it's thoughtful and it's motivating and, um, you know, that it's okay to try something and fail. Just try again. Just get up and do it again. And I really like that. Which the second one I picked had very similar <laughs> theme, actually. That must mean a lot to me, actually. And it was another one where it does it's not really a character singing. And that was Little Wonders and Meet the Robinsons. Oh, that's a good one, too. I, I won't read you the whole lyrics that I wrote out. <laughs> But it's so good. All right, number nine. Which song gives you all the feels? Someone's Waiting for You from the Rescuers. Okay. I ha- that, was, that was on my short list. Actually, yep, it's written right there. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, it's one that always stuck with me. I don't think I've seen the Rescuers in probably 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but that the imagery from it of her holding the teddy bear and trying to go to sleep and... She's just so sad, and I'm just so ready for th- for those little mice to go save her. Mm-hmm. And I, it's such a beautiful, sweet song. Yep, I agree. Mine is a surprise. Ooh. Because I usually give this movie a lot of grief. <laughs> a lot of grief. It's an, And we'll explore that more in an upcoming episode. But it's Do You Want to Build a Snowman uh-huh. Frozen? So it's... It's a song about loneliness and this desire for connection. And I think why it brings so many feels for me is that it 
it happens over a course of years. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're seeing these two sisters grow up um, disconnected from one another and wanting that connection. And it just is kind of sad, especially at the end when you finally hear Kristen Bell and she just seems so kind of defeated, like, no, please just open the door kind of thing. It's touching. It's a bit heartbreaking. So I don't hate Frozen. Um, (laughs) There's still some moments I like, but that was my All the Feels one. And our final superlative, the creepiest song. Which do you think is the creepiest song? This one was hard for me because nothing really, really, really creeped me out. And I didn't want to reuse conversations that I've had uh, during other lists because there's one dude that we all know just really creeps me out. (laughs) So... I couldn't decide between two. Uh-huh. Um, Be Prepared from the Lion King was, is yeah. definitely one that scared me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember hate because it, the, where it goes green and the hyenas are all lined up like they're Nazis. Yes. And the, the whole just, it was so scary. Um, I also think it's hilarious now watching <laughs> it. It's so funny. Um, the, Long live the king. <laughs> You idiots, there will be a king. Um, and it, it's just, what's his face? Scar? Yes, but um, Jeremy Irons. Oh, Jeremy Irons. Yes. yes. So Aubrey, he's too, just, really liked Jeremy Irons. Yes. But I think, and this is weird, but Shiny from Moana. Okay. I th- see, I thought you were going to pick that one. So um, he creeps me out. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He's got the, like the little gold pieces all over his face, and I don't like that. And he has the little eyes that are split in half. I don't know. There's just something about him that creeps me out, and then I just I, I find him also annoying. So I always now fast forward through that oh. song. It's the only part I fast forward through of Moana because I love Moana. That song cracks me up. But I just can't handle it. <laughs> Mine. Doesn't make any sense. But mine is Heffalumps and Woozles oh. from the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I mean, when there's an echo response, mm. I don't love that. That just, it seems weird to me. But then there's the tension of what is a Heffalump? What is a Woozle? They're coming. I don't know what they are, but they're coming, and I need to be prepared for this. And then you're always on the lookout. And I just remember that just like mm, no what are they that's yes. kind of a little creepy where's where's Winnie the Pooh like let's go back to the hey he's stuck in a tree kind of thing so that is my creepiest song I can see that I understand yes. that absolutely so that leads to our last question the most important question what is your all-time favorite Disney song so I, I have a lot of favorite Disney songs and Disney is my go-to if I'm sad. It is my go-to if I'm bored. It is just my my happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and this one, I don't think is actually in the movie, so it might oh. be slightly cheating. But Never Smile at a Crocodile from Peter Pan. Okay. Which isn't in the movie, is it? I, I think, think it's so. just in the like sing-along version. Okay. But um, it's with Captain Hook and Shmee, and it's the crocodile chasing Captain Hook around, and he j- they, they give some really, really good advice, because you never <laughs> smile at a, t- at a crocodile. You don't tip your hat and stop to talk a while. Like, 
dude, move on from the crocodile. He's evil. And <laughs> I also just really enjoy watching Captain Hook running away from them. So honestly, just because it's one that makes me happy, makes mm-hmm. me laugh anytime I hear it, that's my favorite. This one was hard for me too. Um, like there's the ones that I tend to gravitate towards now that I don't know if I would have if I was younger. Um, and But it comes, I really like, my probably my all-time favorite Disney song is Oodle Lolly in Robin Hood. Roger Miller singing, he, you know, as Alan Adele, and he's setting the stage of who Robin Hood is and who Little John is. And it's just, it's fun. And it's, I have always liked, and I, I've talked about this in other episodes, just the idea of the minstrel, the person that walks around singing. At one point, we had a strange minstrel in our library, this young teen yes. who, I don't know who he thought he was, but he just walked around with a guitar singing, and you're like, okay. But Long it just, hair. Yes, yeah. it was fascinating. Um, but that is probably my favorite, and it gets stuck in my head a lot, and I just I really enjoy that one. So, Well, that is our conversation about our favorite Disney songs. That was the last, thank you for being the last guest on the podcast for this season. Anytime. I'm sure you'll be <laughs> back. What I have planned for other seasons, you'll definitely be a part of. Well, and thank you guys so much for listening. Really, it is so appreciated. If you haven't already, I hope you subscribe so we can continue to go on this journey together. And if you've got the time, it would be so awesome if you could rate and review. Only if it's nice, though, please. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at at GnomeGirlM and on Facebook as A Bit of Fun with Emily. You can also read my newsletter at JustKeepSwimming.Substack.com. comes out every Sunday. Go have yourself a bit of fun today, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.